Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the midweek edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad to be with you here on this Wednesday as we talk all things New York Islanders. A busy show ahead, lots to discuss. Uh, We have one former Islander from last year who is definitely moving on, and we'll talk about that. A free agent that signed elsewhere, but rumors coming out now that the Islanders were in on the negotiations And we'll talk about that and what it means. We'll follow the two Islanders playing at the World Junior Championships. And more lack of respect for the Islanders players and franchise from the national media. We'll have the latest on that and talk about why the media is wrong to overlook this Islanders team. If there's something Islanders-related that's on your mind, please feel free to contact us via email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And you can bring up a topic, a question, a comment. Leave us your name, where you're from, like uh, Bill from Massapequa. And we're more than happy to mention you on the air when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles. We'll have the latest when a new episode drops and the latest Islanders news. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, at Ice Wars NYR VSNYI. And we'll have all the latest updates for you as soon as they happen. So let's start things off with the World Junior Championships, which is uh, great for hockey fans. You know, I, for one, it's been so long since the Stanley Cup playoffs ended. And yeah, I've watched a few old games, whether it's on NHL Network or YouTube or from my own personal collection, but nice to see live hockey again in the World Juniors, always great. And you know, one thing that's always fun to do, I love watching the World Juniors live as it happens. It's always cool to wait four or five years and go back and see which one of these players panned out, who became a superstar And all of a sudden, you know, the players in the game, instead of being new names or possible future players, all of a sudden, you know, these guys become some of the better players, not just on the Islanders, but in the league, and it's always kind of fun. So the Islanders have two players at this year's World Juniors. Uh, First off, Simon Holmstrom continuing to play well for Team Sweden. He recorded two more assists back on uh, Monday, and Sweden had a 4-0 win 
over Austria on that one. Almost 14 minutes of ice time in that game for Simon Holmstrom. And, you know, those assists, uh, especially the second one, which was a nice backhand pass, really impressive for Holmstrom now, two games into the tournament, four assists, and that is a really nice pace. Now, uh, basically, they will be back in the lineup again. Uh, Holmstrom will be uh, on Wednesday, that is today, taking on Team Russia. That is a 9.30 p.m. Eastern time start. So definitely, if you want to see Simon Holmstrom play, check that game out. Now, the other Islanders player in the tournament right now is Matthias Rajaniemi, who was out of the lineup for Finland's uh, 4-1 win Sunday afternoon against the Swiss. So he played only a little less than four minutes in the first game, did not figure in the scoring, sat out the second game, and he will be back in action. Uh, Team Finland will be taking on Slovakia this afternoon. That's Wednesday, December 30th at 2 o'clock Eastern time, and we'll see whether Rajaniemi ends up back in the lineup. But those are the two Islanders right now who are participating in the World Juniors, and it's always great to see players like that getting experience against other, you know, 17, 18, 19-year-old players who are just, uh, you know, among the best in the world. It's always great to see them in a game like that, in a tournament like that. One other piece of news, by the way, with regard to the Islanders, we now know for certain that one particular player who is with the Islanders, Derek Broussard, will not be back with the Islanders this season. Broussard has now signed elsewhere and will not be back. And again, you know, Broussard had a pretty good uh, November into early December when the Islanders were on that 17-game point-scoring streak. He was uh, a big part of that, but overall very inconsistent over the course of the year after that, you know, great, uh, late October through November, maybe into early December, he was invisible for large stretches of game last year. And to be quite honest with you, uh, I, I'm not that disappointed as much as I like Broussard as, as a person and, and he's a useful player. But, you know, you would have to pay Derek Broussard a million, a million and a half a year, and you can get a younger player to put up similar numbers to Derek Broussard for significantly less money. Well, even if it's, even if you save half a million dollars, three quarters of a million dollars, that can add up when cap money is so tight this season. So Broussard, a one-year deal with the Arizona Coyotes, 10 goals and 32 total points in 66 regular season games, two goals, eight points in the playoffs. And, uh, Basically, uh, you know, Broussard, he had a little chemistry with Jean-Gabriel Pajot, and that would have been maybe the biggest reason to keep him. But to me, on that third line, I want a young player on there, whether it's Bellows or Wallstrom. Uh, I, I, I just think Bellows, Wallstrom, Holmstrom, or Hosang 
would have a, a, a better chance. Or maybe, maybe you can move Otto Koivula to the wing to get him more ice time. Or maybe Michael Dal Cole steps up and assumes a bigger role, or Ross Johnston. So lots of uh, possibilities out there for the third line. But right now, more questions than answers. But one thing we do know for sure, we will not have Derek Broussard in an Islanders uniform this coming season. All right, we've got a lot more to get to. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day. We have got uh, a little bit of disrespect for the Islanders from another national publication, uh, which always, you know, does tend to upset me uh, when, when I think about it. We've got a free agent that the Islanders were in on and what that means and a whole lot more. Stay with us. More to get to on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, if you're like me, you know a day can be long, and we all hit our our walls, that lull in the day when you're just a little too tired or having difficulty concentrating. Well, we've got the answer for you. It's Built Go. Built Go is a great energy gel, the best on the market. It comes in easy to take one and a half ounce packages, and it's like five hour energy without that crash feeling. Plus, it's all natural, so it's better for your body. It comes in three delicious flavors like chocolate coconut, peanut butter honey, and chocolate mint, and it combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing and easy on the stomach, and it promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health, so this stuff actually makes you look better. In addition, you got great stuff in here like beta alanine, vitamin B3, vitamin B6, vitamin B12, honey, and just a kick of caffeine. So, go to BuiltGo.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's the promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. We are back. Don't forget, uh, if you have some skin in the game and are betting on sports, you want to check out the latest addition to the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Bets. Our hosts will have the latest information and inside scoop on how you can make your betting profitable. Check out Locked On Bets at wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so we spoke on Monday's show about the signing that was announced, and it was a little bit of a surprise, I think. Mike Hoffman signing a a PTO, basically a, a tryout contract with the St. Louis Blues. But since that signing, which was uh, a couple of days ago, we have found out that the Islanders were in the competition to sign Hoffman. Now, I'm a little surprised because I don't think Hoffman is the type of player who is known for playing well in all three zones. I don't know if he would have been a great fit in the Barry Trotz, Lou Lamorello system. But what it does mean to me, and I think this is kind of important, what it does mean is that, A, the Islanders clearly are looking to upgrade their offense, you know, for the upcoming season. And no shock, we know they were in the bottom third in goals scored, the bottom third of the league in power play percentage, 
and that they need to upgrade their offensive firepower to truly become an elite team. And I'll even make this analogy. The Islanders in 1975, 76, and 77 went to the uh, semifinals, but they did not have a bona fide sniper. You add in 1977-78 Mike Bossy to the Islanders lineup, and one year later, they had the best record in hockey, and by 1980, 79-80, they win the first of four straight Stanley Cups. So, you know, having that one sniper, that one player who really puts fear into opposing teams that opposing teams must account for, a pure goal scorer, that is the missing ingredient right now on that team. And to me, the fact that Lou Lamarello was actively trying to make that addition, even though cap money is tough to find, is a very encouraging sign as to where ownership is and that this team is really trying its best to get better and not just sitting back and saying whenever. So we're happy to see that. To me, a very positive development for the Islanders, even if they were not able to actually go out there and and sign Mike Hoffman. All right, time for our Islanders birthday of the day. And uh, this one, the birthday was actually on Monday. It was the 71st birthday for original Islander Dave Hudson. Hudson, a native of St. Thomas, Ontario, originally drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks in the sixth round of the 1969 NHL amateur draft, spent a couple of seasons with the North Dakota Fighting Sioux, and then was claimed by the Islanders in the expansion draft, spent two years with the Islanders. His best year was the first season, 1972-73, 12 goals, 31 points in 69 games. Unfortunately, like most players on that Islanders team, uh, their first year when they won 12 out of 78 games, a uh, rough year for plus-minus. He was a minus 39. Came back for the Islanders' second season, played in 63 games in more of a checking role, two goals, 12 points. That season is plus-minus improved to a minus six. Was then claimed a second time in the expansion draft, this time by the Kansas City Scouts. Played with them for four seasons, two in Kansas City and two with the Colorado Rockies. For his career, 409 games played, 59 goals, and 183 points. And yes, Dave Hudson did play in two playoff games, the only two playoff games in Colorado Rockies history. So, uh, no, he did manage to get into the playoffs a little bit. We are going to look back at a big moment for Dave Hudson with the Islanders. It was October 28th. 1972 at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Islanders taking on the Chicago Blackhawks, and it was Tony Esposito, the Hall of Fame goaltender for Chicago against Jerry Desjardins, who was a former Chicago Blackhawk. And the Islanders got on the board first. Tom Miller, his first of the year from Brian Spinner, Spencer, and Ed Westfall, just a minute two into the game. 1-0 Islanders. Then, the Islanders go on the power play. Keith Magnuson 
He goes off for holding at 6.33, and Dave Hudson gets his first goal of the season, and yes, his first NHL goal. That one from Jermaine Gagnon and Eddie Westfall at 7.26 on the power play. Islanders up 2 to nothing, but the lead would not last. Later in the first period, Cliff Carl gets Chicago on the board, his seventh from Stan Makita and Chico Mackey after two, 20 minutes. It's 2-1 to one Islanders, but the Blackhawks rally. Jim Pappen scores the first of three Chicago second-period goals. This one was shorthanded at 7.54. Pitt Martin with the assist. Then, late in the period, they score twice. Pitt Martin, his fifth, from Pappen and Dennis Hull at 17.54. And Stan Makita, a power play goal at 19.22 with Chico Mackey and Cliff Carl getting the helpers 4-2 Chicago after 40 minutes, and everyone for that expansion Islander team figured this game was over, but much to their credit, the Islanders bounced back Tom Miller. His second of the game, second of the season, Ed Westfall and Bill Mickelson with the assists just 53 seconds into that third period. That made it a 4-3 game, and then Brian Lavender, his first from Terry Crisp and Craig Cameron, at 2:24, that made it a 4-4 hockey game. The Islanders actually outshot the Blackhawks in the third period, 8-6, and in the game, 32-29. They end up with a 4-4 tie. And for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Dave Hudson, he had his first NHL goal, and it came uh, in the first period and gave the Islanders a 2 to nothing lead. So once again, a couple of days belated. Happy 71st birthday to original Islander Dave Hudson. We've got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We'll talk about some more disrespect from the national media, although there's some good news involved with it as well. And we've got a whole lot more. Stay with us. More to get to on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Sports are back, and one way to make it even more interesting is to have some skin in the game. Are we ready for some football? We're here at the college bowl season, and there are some big matchups coming up this weekend. The NFL regular season, it's in its final week. The playoff picture is becoming clearer, and, of course, the NBA and NHL. NBA already started NHL just around the corner, thankfully. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Did you know you can bet on anything from how many points the Islanders will have this season? Who's going to win Coach of the Year in the NHL? For example, did you know the odds on Barry Trotz? If you check betonline.ag, you'd know he is the second favorite among all NHL coaches to win Coach of the Year. If you think he's going to win, you could place a wager before the season starts and get some pretty impressive odds. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action, and don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so let, let's take a look again. National media, always an issue in my mind, and, and it's frustrating that the New York Islanders do not get as much respect. And, you know, here's a publication that I do respect, that I have been reading for 
longer than I'd like to admit, uh, the hockey news. And I've been a subscriber for a long time. And yet, when they do their power rankings, the hockey news puts the Islanders 17th in the league uh, on their power rankings. Now, that's ahead of the Rangers, who are 18th. But if you go to the Islanders division, Boston, Philadelphia, Washington, Pittsburgh, all ahead of the Islanders, which means according to the hockey news, based on their, you know, the NHL's playoff format and division realignment for this season, the Islanders would be on the outside of the playoff picture looking in, and that has got to be frustrating. Teams that are ahead of the Islanders that I question, the Columbus Blue Jackets, got to be on that list, the Vancouver Canucks, Carolina Hurricanes, all ranking ahead of the Islanders, and you know, that's assuming, and, and, and the Hockey News does assume in their annual yearbook that uh, it does assume that we will have uh, Matthew Barzal back in an Islanders uniform, which I think there's very little doubt of. Nothing pressing right now in the news about Barzi's uh, negotiations. The last I heard, it was going well. The tone was good. But there is no final deal. And again, training camp is going to get underway next week. And you know that if you are Lou Lamorello and if you are Matthew Barzal's agent, you want to nail this contract down and have Barzi come into camp on time this season. The other thing that the Hockey News puts out in their yearbook every year, the top 50 players in the league, and guess how many Islanders are in the top 50? If you said one, you would be absolutely right, and it is Matthew Barzal, and here's what they said about Barzi before we actually get to his ranking. When he has the puck in the offensive zone, enemy defenders may as well grab the popcorn because they'll be watching for a while. With his puck skills and speed, he's a true star on a win-by-committee Islanders team. They mark Matthew Barzal as the 30th best player in the National Hockey League this year. And I can live with that, and I can live with the fact that there are no other Islanders on this list. But... Again, you would think a team that went to the Final Four last year would get a little bit more respect from a national publication like the Hockey News. Actually, an international publication. It's it's North American-wide. But here is something that I think uh, may make Islander fans feel a little bit better when all is said and done. Uh, John Tavares, 39th on this list. And here's what they said about JT. As he enters his 30s, Tavares continues to be an elite offensive center who can make an impact in all situations and gives the Maple Leafs a terrific one-two punch down the middle with Matthews. But, you know that old chant that Islander fans yelled at John Tavares the first time he came back to an Islanders home game at the Coliseum 
Barzies better. According to the Hockey News, he is Barzal 30th, 39th for John Tavares. So that is certainly good. We will have a new show dropping Friday to celebrate the new year. We'll have a list of uh, New Year's resolutions for the Islanders. And we'll have the latest on the World Junior Championships and the Matt Barzal negotiations. Follow us on Twitter. If anything happens before then, we'll certainly have it for you as it breaks. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. We're getting closer and closer to hockey and closer to putting 2020 behind us. Happy and a healthy new year to all. And of course, let's go Islanders.